0: For mature audiences only, all characters are above the legal age. In retrospect, it was an incredibly silly idea. 218 18 18-year-olds being expected to share a house and a car while their parents were away on a months-long honeymoon was a recipe for chaos. John and Katie didn't really know very much about each other, and neither one particularly liked what little they did know about their new step-sibling. Even so, no one could have predicted Katie's rather unique solution to their heated rivalry. Day one had been a cold war, as each of them disdained the other and did their best to stay out of each other's way. That was just the calm before the storm. On their second day, Their tempers ignited when Katie decided to use the car for a trip to the mall, derailing John's plan to go to the beach and hang out with his buddies. John was just getting out of the shower when he heard the front door close. He threw on a pair of shorts and dashed down the stairs as Katie and Ingrid climbed into the family's Ford escapade. When Katie began to back the car down the driveway, John came rushing out of the house to stop them. Katie had left the driver's side window open, and John tried to reach into the car to grab the keys out of the ignition. His temper tantrum was such that he didn't stop to consider that this might damage the car, leaving them both without transportation. Katie did her best to fight him off, slapping at his thin arms and yelling at him to stop. But she was sitting in the driver's seat and trying to operate the vehicle at the same time and that put her at a considerable disadvantage. Give me the damn keys, yelled John. Fuck you! It's my turn to have the car, insisted Katie. You're just going to the mall. You can do that any time, replied John. Now give me the damn keys, now! Don't be such a bully, John. I would think you would be nice to your new sister, said Ingrid, trying to diffuse the situation. Just because my old man is marrying her slutty mother doesn't make her my sister, spat John. Ingrid was shocked and disgusted, but Katie had sadly grown accustomed to John's abusiveness. Still, his slur against her mother infuriated Katie. Acting quickly, she pushed the button to raise the power window. As the window rose, John found himself trapped. He couldn't reach the keys and he couldn't pull his head or arms out of the window. Unfortunately for Katie, he could still reach her. He used his hands to push and even slap her while screaming and demanding to be released. At this point, Katie turned off the ignition. The car was barely five feet from the garage. You did not just hit her, said Ingrid incredulously. He sure did, replied Katie. Then she tried to reason with her stepbrother. I'll lower the window if you'll let us leave alone and let us get going. I will leave you alone when you give me the damn car keys, demanded John. The standoff would have continued if Ingrid hadn't spotted a roll of silver duct tape inside the garage on John's father's workbench. She ran over, grabbed the tape, "'and rushed back to the car, telling her friend, "'Hold his arm still!' "'What do you think you're doing?' yelled John. "'But soon Katie had securely taped his wrists together, "'rendering him nearly helpless. "'We're teaching you a lesson, "'and it starts by putting you in your place,' said Ingrid, "'as John tugged on the tape and tried to hit Katie again. "'It was no use. "'He was still held fast,' By the half-closed car window, and Katie easily immobilized him by firmly gripping the tape that was holding his wrists together. Katie had abandoned her efforts to back out of the driveway, and was now much more interested in learning more about Ingrid's plan to put John in his place. She didn't have long to wait. Ingrid got out of the car and walked around inside the garage. She was looking for something but she had no idea what it was. She finally found what she wanted when she came across an old length of garden hose. She smacked her hand with the hose, and it definitely stung. Ingrid, what are you doing? Hey, Ingrid, demanded John. I would have thought that would be obvious, said Ingrid. Hold his arms tight, Katie. You've got it, said Katie she heard a whoosh and a smack as the hose struck John's exposed backside and heard him yelp in surprise and pain. Then she felt her stepbrother push forward, as if he was hoping that he could run away from his punishment by somehow escaping through the car. This is fun. How many do you think I should give him? asked Ingrid. At least a dozen, said Katie. No, screamed John. It sounds like he wants more, said Katie. Twenty it is, said Ingrid. (claps) With each blow, John seemed like less of a threat to Katie. The former bully of a stepbrother, who had just slapped her face while trying to take the car keys, was now shaking and blubbering in her arms as her best friend, gave him the spanking he so richly deserved. Please, begged John, you can go to the mall, I won't stop you. John's tears were falling on Katie's lap. Her stepbrother wasn't looking so tough anymore. Sorry, that's just not good enough, Katie said, smiling and giggling at a satisfying turn of events. Ingrid put down the hose and went back to John's father's work table to get more duct tape. Returning with a fresh roll, she began to wrap the tape around John's ankles and then moved to immobilize his upper arms. Katie carefully lowered the car window as the tape wound lower and lower around her stepbrother's arms. "'Grab any tape or rope you see lying around,' said Ingrid. "'Then we can start phase two. "'That's a great idea,' said Katie. "'We can bring him up to my room.' With his arms taped to his body from the shoulders all the way down to his waist, and his hands pinned together, John was trapped. Between the two of them, the girls had very little trouble controlling him. For good measure, Ingrid found an old dog collar and leash from John's childhood St. Bernard. She strapped the collar around his neck and used the leash to lead him into the house. He had to hop awkwardly as his ankles were bound together with duct tape. The girls dragged him up to Katie's bedroom and placed him on her bed. Then Katie and Ingrid busily cleared out the space in her closet. I'm not going in there, said John, quickly guessing what their next move would be. You had your fun, now let me go. John, you don't really have a lot of say in what we do to you, said Katie. If I were you, I would just sit there quietly and try really hard not to piss us off any further. Katie took the chair from her desk and put it inside the closet. Unlike some desk chairs, this one had no wheels. Okay, John, ordered Ingrid. You know what's next. Get on the chair. Of course, John refused, but soon he was unceremoniously dumped onto the chair in Katie's closet. The girls wasted no time securing him to the chair with the rope they'd found in the garage. You're so dead, threatened John, his face red with frustration and anger. Let me gag this bitch, said Katie, rolling her eyes. She raced over to her hamper, more out of excitement than any fear of what John would do, and pulled out a couple of pairs of dirty panties. John shook his head and tried to clench his jaws, but Ingrid pinched John's nose shut and waited patiently for him to run out of air. When John finally had to open his mouth, he found himself gagged with Katie's worn panties. She saw the look of revulsion on her stepbrother's face, even as she wrapped more duct tape around his head to hold the panties in place. Well, you have fun while we're at the mall, said Ingrid. We shouldn't be gone for more than four or five hours. John struggled against the tape and rope holding him in place but it was a totally futile gesture. As an afterthought, Katie reached into his pants pocket and pulled out his wallet. John screamed into his gag. Great idea. You never know. That might come in useful, said Ingrid, as she shut the closet door, leaving John in darkness. The two girls left the room, giggling arm in arm. The girls had been shopping for three hours when they stopped for pretzels and sodas. I love the thought of my idiot stepbrother stuck tied to that chair in my closet, said Katie. It serves him right, said Ingrid. I just wish we weren't going to have to let him go, sighed Katie. We do, and we don't, said Ingrid. I've been thinking. What do you mean? asked Katie, her eyebrows arched. "'Well, you saw how he reacted to the spanking in the garage,' said Ingrid. "'I'm sure he would like to avoid a repeat.' (laughs) "'I'm sure he would,' giggled Katie. "'But how do we do that again?' "'He's not that big or that tough. "'He might be able to bully you one-on-one, "'but he wouldn't stand a chance against both of us,' said Ingrid. "'If you're going to get him in line, "'now is the time while your folks are away.' If we do this right, we'll have him well-trained by the time they get back. I don't know if I have it in me to be that mean or that rough, said Katie. If you don't do something about him, he's only going to get worse, said Ingrid. He's already hit you. If you let this escalate, you'll be sorry for sure. Yeah, I know you're right, sighed Katie but what do you suggest? Put him on a spanking regimen, said Ingrid. Another thing, those heavy jeans and boxers of his provide too much protection. Well, we have his wallet. There was like 200 in there, plus I saw at least one credit card, said Katie. Perfect, exclaimed Ingrid. I'm thinking we should buy him some panties and short shorts, maybe even a skirt or two. That will humiliate him and make him easier to control. Plus, the spankings will hurt even more than his pride. John's not going to like this, said Katie in a sing-song voice. You mean the little bitch tied up in your closet? Who cares what he likes or doesn't like? We'll take care of him, but good, assured Ingrid. Back in the closet, John had long since given up thrashing around. After three hours, all he had succeeded in doing was tiring himself out. The girls had restrained him very effectively, and by that point he realized he could only sit immobile, helpless, bored, and frustrated in the darkness of his new stepsister's closet. John could hear the laughter and heavy footsteps as the girls raced up the stairs to Katie's room, and he could not have been more thrilled that his release seemed close at hand. Still, he forced what he hoped was a menacing glare onto his face. Wasn't about to let his stepsister and her crazy friend think he was happy to see them. When the girls made it up the stairs and into Katie's room, they threw open the closet door. (laughs) They laughed out loud as John blinked his tear-soaked eyes pathetically in the harsh glare of the light. The girls were delighted to see John exactly where they had left him, and they rejoiced at their captive's miserable plight. "'Oh, brother dear,' called out Katie, "'we're home!' We bought you stuff, yelled Ingrid, giggling along with her best friend in anticipation of their big reveal. Much to John's distress, Katie began to take his picture with her phone. Oh, don't pout, said Katie. We have so much planned for us to do. As Katie removed the tape from her brother's face, he began to push the panties out of his mouth with his tongue. As soon as he could, he screamed at them. If you want that gag back in, keep it up, challenged Katie. This isn't funny. Let me go now, demanded John. With John screaming and fighting, the girls untied him from the chair and threw him roughly onto Katie's bed. He flopped around like a fish with his hands and arms still firmly taped. Ingrid climbed on top of him and easily pinned him down. You're still fighting us, brother, said Katie. That's a huge mistake. Now it's my turn to beat the crap out of you. Walking over to her vanity, Katie retrieved her favorite hairbrush. It was an old-fashioned hickory brush that had been gifted to her by a favorite aunt. No, you wouldn't dare! You can't! cried out John. Hi, I am Miss Jen Davis, and this has been a preview of one of my many audio clips. For more information on me and how to get the full clip, please go to my website at miss Jen davis.com once again that's miss Jen davis.com that's spelled www. miss is J E N e n n davis dot com once again that url is www. miss M I S S J-E-N-N-D-A-B-I-S dot com. Thank you for listening.